Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast, where our mission is to provide woodworking education for all levels and all types of woodworkers. To find out more about the Modern Woodworkers Association, visit us on the web at modernwoodworkersassociation.com or follow us on Twitter at MWA underscore national. Now to our host, Tom Iovino, Diami Palatki, and yours truly, Chris Adkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this, the 60th edition of the Modern Woodworkers Association online discussion about all things woodworking coming to you live. Well, if you're listening to this, it's not live, but we're live here. We are live. In Winston-Salem, North Carolina at Woodworking in America 2014. I'm Tom Iovino of Tom'sWorkbench.com. I'll be your host for this program. We have some special people at the table, but first, one of our regulars, Chris Atkins. Chris? Hey, Tom. How's it going, man? Doing fine, man. How's it going? Good. I, I don't I don't get to look at you often while we're recording. It's, I know. Isn't uh, this scary? I, I typically keep a picture of you up on my uh, computer just so I, I'm feeling like we can connection there, but usually I actually get you, to look right at you. Usually I have podcasts blindfolded. Uh, um, also, Also joining us today, Sean Wozniewski. Sean. How you doing, Tom? You're the silent partner normally. Shh. Quiet. Okay. Shh. All right. <laughs> I've got, really? I've got one problem with Sean being on here. What's Last that? year, when when Sean was on, we're from two different sections of the country, but everybody after goes, "Hey, y'all sound the same," <laughs> but we have completely different accents. Completely. Well, you, you well, got, it's hard to tell so you guys apart. I'm going to say y'all a lot while we're on please, this one please today. Please do. Talk to us about it, uh, grits. Talk to us about the, the grit addiction. Uh, I don't. I I don't eat grits where I'm from. We they had people ate oatmeal where I was from. Oatmeal, wow. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, you know, since we talked about our breakfast things, and that means we're getting too far into the weeds. I want to also welcome our special guest. We have a special guest today. Special. And we're, we're quite, you know, you could tell you've arrived when you get somebody of this caliber ah, to your to yes. your podcast. Oh, I am number one, aren't I, yeah. Megan? Uh, Megan Fitzpatrick from Popular Woodworking Magazine. Megan. Hi guys. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm doing my Kathleen Turner impression today. <laughs> This is awesome. I know. <laughs> so you speak like Kathleen Turner, and everybody will be able to recognize you. That's right. Okay, good. I got the Jersey accent. We got two Southern, pseudo-Southern accents. And, yeah, it's perfect. John's not from Southern. Ohio. <laughs> Southern Ohio, I guess. I, I don't know. So uh, so here we are, live, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Woodworking in America 2014. Megan, wow. We're talking about a summit gathering of woodworkers from around the country, and actually from outside the borders as well. Yes, we are very proud of the group we've gathered here this year, especially a couple of people who don't travel very often to do the classes, Drew Lang, Sir Will Neptune, um, a lot of uh, Phil Lowe, a lot of new presenters here, they are among them. And then, of course, old standbys who are fabulous, Roy Underhill, Don Williams, uh, Chuck Bender on our staff now. Um, me, but I don't really count. <laughs> um, oh, come on. I heard you tell I know I'm forgetting some count. people yes. here. I'm forgetting some people here, but just a really great gathering of instructors this year, and it's been really successful. We're really happy to be in Winston-Salem. I think it's a great show so far, and we'll continue to be. You know, the amazing thing about it is it's got such a different vibe. You know, there's the Midwestern vibe. We've been in just outside of Cincinnati the past few years. Now this year here in this beautiful, beautiful area of the country, Winston-Salem, and it's, and it's, it's a different vibe it's a different feel a little uh a little more uh how do you describe it? genteel genteel laid back a little bit more like hey check it out it's it, it, we've seen so many people show up today look uh, i'm just happy that it's a closer drive from atlanta for me there you go well we actually have 62 percent attendees who have never been to a woodworking in america before which is incredible wow, so yeah. it's opening it up uh, just awesome. being here to That's a lot awesome. of new people who haven't been able to maybe afford to drive mm-hmm. to cincinnati or pennsylvania or what have you and that's great for the marketplace as well because it's a lot of people who don't normally have access to the tools that we have down there. Don't make it, I mean, there are other woodworking shows around the of country. Course. What, what makes this one so darn special? Um, it's put on by Popular Woodworking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, talking about like a big summit event. Right. I mean, well, I, is, yeah. I, you know, I can't swear to this, but I think we were the, well, this is the Colonial Williamsburg furniture show, but we were the first ones to actually bring a lot of different disciplines together and have the educational, the, the larger educational aspect with it. Jonathan Franks used to do the woodworking shows, but it wasn't, it was more of a, a just a marketplace for, floor with mm-hmm. a few educational aspects. So bringing all that together and just offering all things woodworking and trying to come at it from all sides, all points of view. I think it's something that hadn't been done before when we started this back in 2008, 2009. And of course, there are some other shows now and we're mm-hmm. flattered by that. So. Imitation is the sincerest That's form right. of flattery, right? <laughs> you know, Megan, you, you had mentioned earlier about the uh, about the classes and, and new this year, it, a lot of really new good, excellent presenters, but some really good uh, uh, power tool demonstrations. Will Neptune working with the um, 
with the uh, table saw joinery, this is this is really pushing for you guys. I mean, normally it starts off like a, it started off almost all hand tools. Now it seems like it's really expanding out the mm-hmm. power tool angle. Well, I'm not going to lie. It is easier to do a pure hand tool conference. Mm-hmm. They're easier to carry. So <laughs> we had to bring um, two table saws with us, a, bands, a couple of band saws, router tables, So, it's, which is why I had to drive a 24-foot truck down here. And, yes, I really did drive the truck um, <laughs> to do that. Um, but, you know, the magazine, uh, a lot of people think we do hand tool woodworking only, but it's not true. Right. So we do hybrid woodworking. We always uh, promulgate using the best tool for the job. And uh, so we wanted to do the same thing at the conference and make sure that we represent the same sides of technique, approaches, tools that we do in the magazine and something for everyone. You know, and I always say that one of the interesting things about coming to a conference like this and, you know, it's just when you you come in, there's such a diversity of different classes and stuff. And, you know, one of the things that I always try to do is to go to a lot of different classes and just, you know, drop by drop by classes that I normally wouldn't go to. Um, and, you know, if, if somebody comes out here and they're mainly a power tool guy and they, and they go, I'm going to step into this class that's a little more hand tool oriented, you're going to pick something up out mm-hmm. of it and vice versa. You know, you go into a class that's on, you know, marketry or something, you may not have really an interest to do marketry, but at the same time, there's things that you're going to pick up from it. And that's, that's the things I think is so special when you, you start looking at the broad, you know, variety of, of, uh, uh presenters out there. Well, good. I'm glad you feel that way because that is hopefully what everyone is getting out of this conference. And that is actually a learning experience and seeing new techniques and maybe trying new things. If you already know what you're doing in an area, why would you go to that class? Go right. learn something new. There's right. always room to improve your skills. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, building on that, it's, you know, there is, there is that ability to go become more exposed to a wide variety of techniques, but also there's the ability to go so in depth into the techniques you like. If you like working with hand planes, you can learn so many more techniques at a conference like this. You know, I mean, I just remember the last year discovering that you're supposed to plane across the grain <laughs> initially with that jack plane. It really made the flattening on tabletops so much faster. Right. And just, you know, it's like, wow, I've had hand planes for years. I've, I've used them, you know, maybe not as effectively as I should have. It's, it's, it's learning that skill. You get a lot more depth of knowledge and okay i use these tools but here's something else like and, and really making that a multitasking experience well it expands your options the sure. more you know the more techniques you have at your disposal the the better you can work because what works for you best right now in your given situation so just learning that type of thing can be useful and even if it's not something you're necessarily thinking you're going to be interested in and pursue until you try it and see it how do you know one one of the things that I um, would would like to ask you about a little bit because I've noticed this one just a little bit different um, is just the marketplace. It seems the marketplace has got a little bit different feel. There's there's more of a variety of vendors there this year, and uh, you know it's it's really interesting when you sit there and look at the marketplace and you, you go from one end to these super high end, really custom boutique hand tool makers. You know you start moving on over into um, you know more of the 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 great uh, you know the Lee Valley and Nelson's all that, but there's still more of a, a little more available, and then it starts shifting on over towards the power tools, and 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 even you know even more it seems like more of the DIY guys you know still got some stuff that they can come in and pick up over there. So it seems like there's some some opening up this year of. Uh, being able to bring in, I mean, was that something that was kind of thought about or just bring in more vendors this year? Or um, I, One of the nice things about the marketplace is that it is open to the public. So downstairs, it's what, a $10 fee to get in and anybody can come in and see what we have to offer. So by offering the wider variety at a variety of different price points, skill points, mm-hmm. I think it draws in the public more for right. the marketplace only. Right. So yes, it was a conscious decision to do that. Good. But never nev- Never to, I mean, the, the main focus is what's going to help the people who have come to the full conference. Oh, of course. So, And, you know, I'll tell you, Megan, one great thing about this year's marketplace that you brought back from years past um, is that is that educational component um, down in the marketplace. Even if you don't pay for the full conference, you can still come and get that class, you know, the little hands-on action downstairs in the marketplace. I remember way back when you guys did this in um, Valley Forge. That was a popular thing, and now it's great to see it back. I mean, people who want to pay for the one day can come in and get a taste right. of it. And, and so also... Ne- you know, so next year, you know, when you come back, you know, it's like you want more of it. 
And one of the things the North Carolina Woodworkers Association, who's been really great in working with us, and I didn't mention Mezda and Old Salem, who's well, also been right great <laughs> in working with us. And tomorrow's activity will be a behind-the-scenes tour for conference attendees. And that's really exciting for us, too. We can't do that sort of thing in, in uh, Kentucky, Northern mm-hmm. Kentucky. But back to your question, North Carolina Woodworkers are doing a kids' corner as well. Mm-hmm. So you can bring your kids in and do kids' crafting. And then we do have the shop talk classes so that you can come in and learn uh, in a more lecture atmosphere. But one of the great things about everybody in the marketplace is if you ask a question of any vendor, they will teach you. They're there to teach you. They're there to let you try their tools, whether it's um, at the lower end or the higher mm-hmm. end of what's on offer down there. They want you to try their things. So there's all you know an educational aspect down there at every booth. But yes, right. we specifically have that with the North Carolina Woodworkers, SAFM, and the Shop Talk area. And you know, it's, and groups like SAFM have been there for, for since the beginning, and mm-hmm. just just really great folks. I mean, like you said, I mean, you get those educational opportunities on the floor. It's not a hard sell. Hey, buy my product. It's it's here's what you can learn. Here's what you can do. And it, I, that's always been something that sets this event apart from other events I've been to. That it's not just a hard sell, sell, sell. It's 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 this it's this approachability. It's the you want to learn how to do that. Here's how you might be able to do it. Well, we're looking long term. We want to attract people to the craft. We don't just want to attract people this weekend. So if we can teach you and build your skills and build your enjoyment in the craft, hopefully you'll subscribe to the magazine and keep reading us and keep reading you guys at Modern Woodworkers and just get better at what you love to do. And a hard sell is not the most no. effective way to do that. Education right. is the way to do that. Most definitely. You know, for most of us are hobbyists and you know right. every every dollar is is valuable. It's it's you do you spend it on something okay, wow, it's a new neatest new slap shop type of product or is it something that you really are gonna be able to use in your shop and find that utility of and that's you know, when you come to an event like this, it's not just you guessing you're spitballing, you're trying to pick something out of a catalog or off a website. You're actually seeing it in you're seeing that expertise behind it. And you're also discovering why it even exists. I mean some of these tools are particular. I just I just I've got to I've got to give a shout out to the folks at Lee Valley. I just bought a router plane. I to have somebody describe it's my favorite what, tool. what it can do. To have somebody describe it, it looks right. great, looks really sexy in the catalog. But to have somebody say, "Well, here's also what it is." Well, give me a little call if you need help with that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, since I know where you work, I'll yeah. give you a buzz. But it, it's really kind of cool because you get that depth of education. Mm-hmm. It, it's just something you don't normally see. Right, and this is one of the only places, as far as I know, where you can come out, come and try tools from Veritas, Lee Valley. Mm-hmm. from Lee Nielsen, from Caleb James, from Matt Bickford, from, um, I don't even know who's down there. I'm, I'm missing Scott. 70 people well, right now. Well, we don't now. want to let yeah, it yeah. We'll, we'll just right. say everybody, everybody downstairs. Right, everybody really downstairs, down. and you can try them out and compare right. them so you know which tool is best oh, yeah. for you. I mean, there's two different molding plane providers here. I mean, that's, you're not uh, going to see that anywhere. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, I mean, there's the variety out there and, and the comparison, direct, four. direct comparison. Four. Four. Who's the fourth? <laughs> Uh, there's Pat Leach. Right. Tool. Oh, okay. The vintage. I wasn't even thinking vintage. Yeah. I was thinking Caleb, Matt, and Time Warp. Yep. And you know that's another. That's another. I know there are two providers downstairs who um, who are actually providing classic tools, and to see those uh, pieces of historical uh, significance being brought back into circulation. Uh, people like Patrick Leach, who've done a great job, you know, scouring the landscape, finding those flea market finds, those estate sales to actually get those tools back into circulation. And then to see somebody like uh, Roy Underhill, mm-hmm. who's just such a master at using those tools, that really inspires you to get that back. It's not just a mantelpiece or something you display, actually put it into use in the shop. I sure hope so. Oh, it's incredible. I, I tell you, the, the great thing about, about Roy is um, we were... Um, yesterday when we were sitting here and we're, I'm coming up the uh, the escalator coming up to the upstairs and there's other people in this conference you know center that doing other things I'm coming up the escalator and there's some police fraternity or something over here doing a thing and I'm coming up and I hear this and I'm like what is that and I get up to the top and there's Roy at the top of the escalator uh, sharpening his his saw <laughs> you know that's the kind of things you see with Roy that's so awesome you know he's always just the showman and, always and, and out there in front of people and um, you know what it, it brings it brings interest um, and so it makes you want to get in there and see what he's doing yeah, I agree. I love having Roy, and Roy's been at every conference, and we love yeah. having him here. He's he's one of our, I don't know if he's our biggest champion exactly, but he's certainly a big draw, and just having him, well, at least we didn't try to ride the escalator with a log this year. <laughs> that was perhaps a little too far. But yeah, I saw him out there sharpening his saw yeah. as well. He's just not afraid to get out there and do what he loves, That's and right. that 
that is contagious. That's right. Absolutely. So yeah. having him willing to do that and be that person in public no matter what is just right. awesome. And it's inspiring to everyone who sees him. All right. So I know that I, I tend to put you on the spot. Um, and I, I'm not saying pick favorites or tell it, but there's definitely some um, there's definitely some different speakers and stuff this year. Um, would, would you mind talking about a few of them and just uh, kind of what they do? Because there's some you know just fantastic guys here. And well, I'm not sure exactly what you want me to talk about, um, but just talk about some of the, a couple of the different ones and kind of who they are. I mean, um, you know, just for instance, yesterday I um, you know Wilbur Pan, I went to one of his and, and listened to him. You know, that's kind of a different. You know, Peter Gallagher. So just um, maybe just mention a couple that, that uh, that's kind of new this year. Sure. Uh, well, Pat Edwards, who is a cartouche winner from I can't remember the year. Um, <laughs> a previous year, yes. A previous year's yes. cartouche winner is here doing historic marketry practices, and he does French marketry style, and he's one of the absolute masters of that. So it's really great to have him here with us for the first time this year. Yeah. He's an excellent presenter. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Will Neptune, you probably, unless you really know uh, furniture workers, uh, furniture makers, you probably don't know Will Neptune because he's low key. Basically, you know, people who want Will's work know where I right. know how to find him. Right. Um, so I'm delighted to have him here because he doesn't get out and teach very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Langser at Country Workshops is at the forefront of the green woodworking movement mm-hmm. along with Jenny, uh, John, now Jenny Alexander. And he had one of the earliest books on that craft and he's a long time out of school in West, uh, farther west in North Carolina. Right. He doesn't travel much anymore. So having him here is just quite a coup. Um, Dale Barnard. Uh, well, this one thing we did this year was have people who were in the marketplace, like Dale Barnard and uh, M.S. Bickford, Matt yes. Bickford, and Matt Cianci. Mm-hmm. We had them come upstairs to teach one class. We, we asked them to come upstairs and teach one class for us right. because it allowed us to expand the offerings without having to have four classes from that person. Right. Also, give them the opportunity to be in the marketplace. And this is, I think, the first, oh, we had a saw sharpening class in the past, but Matt's well known for that, so it's mm-hmm. great to have him up there. Yeah. Um, who else? Well, Don Williams, I just adore, oh. and he just retired oh. from yes. um, from the Smithsonian as a senior right. conservator. He started his own school, uh, mm-hmm. Don's Barn Don's on Barn. White Run, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so he's here doing marketry and secret, or not marketry this year, sorry, secrets of period finishing for us, and uh, a class on gilding, which is really exciting for me because that's brand new for us. We've never gone in the magazine at the conference into that area before. So just all kinds of new things. Plus, we have people from MESDA, the Museum of Early Southern Decorative Arts, coming in to do a few classes on historic furniture, on on both uh, conserving it and finding it, and Mm -hmm. also how to uh, make reproductions. So it's really exciting to have them part of this conference as well. Right. Perfect. No, that was great. I, I knew I was going to put you on the spot. Of course. Like that, but, <laughs> but you know what? I think so important is I think it's important that, that for for listeners to uh, to kind of get an idea of, you know, what classes and things and what what, uh, what to expect from this. So, um, so I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. Megan, Meg, one of the things that's really exciting to, uh, to for the sea is uh, is that a lot of people are coming with their um, with their with their children. Right. A lot of them seen a lot of younger people. Actually, we're, we're joined today right now by Adam Roten, whose dad brought him here from Maryland. And uh, why don't you say hi to everybody, Adam, and just tell us a little bit about what you learned. Hi. Um. How old are you, Adam? Eleven. Eleven. Right. <laughs> Come on, don't be bashful now. What's what you what you? what have you what have you seen that you've never seen before here? What classes did you go to? Carving. Oh, nice. Uh, We're sorry you had to put through Chuck. But. <laughs> so. Oh, that's awesome. She's excellent. Great. So yesterday I saw you walking around and uh, and, and you had a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Did, did, tell us about your, your lightsabers that you had. Did you, did you help out with that? Yeah, there's where we made our own hilts on. Uh-huh. Uh, lathe. On the lathe, oh, so you helped turn the the handle yeah. for it. And then they had the holes on the end. They put a flashlight, mm-hmm. and then they put a tube on the other. Other than that, you red that's it. That's it. <laughs> so you so you got both. both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. No, well, we we had a little fight in the in the marketplace after that uh, yesterday. It was excellent. <laughs> well, well, we uh, we appreciate you uh, you being here at this because uh, it means a lot to uh, to all the woodworkers to see. Uh, see the, the youth out here. 
Yeah, you've just lowered our demographic by 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were once the, among the youngest attendees. Now, look at you. We like to turn the mantle over to you guys, okay? Thank you very, hey, thank you very much for being on. Okay, take care. Thanks, buddy. All right, Thanks, have a great man. show. That's the kind of stuff that excites me because no, I love you hear you. constantly, well, it's a dying craft and no, this Whatever. is, this is, this is awesome to see the young kids getting out there, to see them get their hands on, especially with the waves down there. And it just, it just, it, oh, it just puts a big smile on my face. Yeah, there's a fair amount of younger people here this yeah, year in the marketplace that. and in the classrooms. Also a lot more women this year than other classrooms. Well. So that's great. I'm very excited about both things. I, you know, that. Yeah, I want to expand the craft. So. Yeah, I mean, yesterday I was over um, back by Peter Galbert's, um, and there's um, there's a young lady down there that that's a tool maker. Oh, makes all of his uh, scorps, I think. Uh, yeah, I, but yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, this is great. You know, yeah. To, to start seeing, you know, that side coming back. So uh, yeah, it's great. You know, I think our goal is eventually to have that not be the thing that attracts your attention. Oh, that, I agree. Right? That they're you right. know, that that but it's not a seeing, big deal. Seeing more women, seeing more kids out is just going to sure. be part of the natural. Evolution of this craft. I absolutely mm-hmm. agree. Right. So we're to, hoping that, that you were hoping to make this. You know, the last year we have to mention this. <laughs> yeah, and that has to be part of the location change. At least you're at least opening up to a whole new population that mm-hmm. may not. Again, the, the, not to say that's all. That's a small percentage of that has to be some that wasn't willing to drive the eight hours north to Cincinnati from this area. You know, so it's uh, it's excellent to see more new faces. We've met more new people that know of our shows and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, you. But they'd never come to show before just because of the location. So it's excellent right. to see. You know, now, the funny thing is, there are minor woodworking celebrities walking around, actually major woodworking celebrities walking around down here as well. We've seen people like Matt Vanderlist from Matt's <laughs> Basement Workshop, and, and one of the funniest video producers online for woodworking, online Steve Ramsey. Steve Ramsey, all right. yeah. Steve coming all the way I was way delighted across, to meet him in person, too. Coming all the way from across country to see somebody like that, you know, coming from California all the way out here to North Carolina. He was, he was complaining about the level of humidity here, by the way. <laughs> it's it's a little different here. Things are green here. They're not so much in California these days. Uh, what does it mean having somebody like that have... Uh, come to an event like this i mean you know somebody with that kind of a following come to an event and talk about it just you know what, what does it do for you well i mean it's great it, it, that we are i, I don't want to say important enough but enough of a draw to get people here from all over the country whether or not they're well-known podcasters <laughs> or people who want to see what's going on if what we're doing is exciting enough and important enough right. to you to make you travel Halfway around the world for some people, actually, uh, for California, from Washington State. That means that we're doing something right. And we can always get better. You know, I've got a long list of things for improvement. But to be able to draw people from that far away is just really, um, I think it just tells us that this was a type of event that was necessary for the community. We were just bombed by a paper or a Lee Nielsen wood. plane. I, I saw that. Plane. That's that's great. Airplane that's that's just, awesome. Uh, yeah. Are you sure awesome. that's not a hot just plane? Took took my arm off over here. I don't know. Um, have you awesome. um have you seen an an uptick in the online influence in attendees from stuff like that? I mean, I know. Steve Ramsey particularly was promoting the fact that just he was coming here. He's obviously got an enormous YouTube following and oh, enormous, sure. enormous social media following. Um, is it relevant or apparent that that has actually helped out in in, in I, even the younger attendees maybe because that's more of the online thing currently? You know, I'm not going to lie. I know more about the programming that's going on upstairs than oh, okay. the conference attendee demographics. That's a better question to ask our conference staff. Okay. <laughs> but I am seeing um, a larger number of uh, woodworkers, let's say, who are younger than 50. Mm-hmm. And I do know that the demographic for our online readership for the magazine, for the digital issue, is a lot, yeah, excuse, a lot younger okay. than the print. So I can only assume that there is a, correla- a correlation. There. Oh, excellent. Excellent. I'm curious. So is there, as far as the, the future goes of this, um, you know, this year came down to Winston-Salem. Is, is this going to be kind of a, a trend? Or, oh, that's always or, a question. I, again, I put you on the spot. On the spot, Chris. Come or, on. Or, I'm making, I'm making choking gestures here across and, the and table. Seriously, you're staring daggers right at Chris right now. This is good. It's not me this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you were in trouble with me yesterday. I know, I know. You kept stealing my jokes before I got to tell Sorry. them. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like that. He did that last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question, Chris, we do like, you know, we're, we're toying around with a couple of different models for next year. We're Honestly, we're a little late in getting 
getting started on booking next year's and I also want to look at booking for 2016 right now so that yeah. we can nail that down as well and let people right. know ahead of time. That'd be great. But yeah. we are going to continue moving it around, whether that's six locations in the northeast, then the southeast, then right. central, the northwest, southwest. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the type of rotation would be, and we'll, we'll come back to Cincinnati uh, well, Northern Kentucky, uh, on a regular basis, because, you know, I miss my cats. <laughs> Had to get the cats in there somewhere. Of course, Sorry. Right. Um, but yeah, it's going to be moving around. We don't know the location that yet for next year. It, it could be Cincinnati again. It could be farther west. I just don't know yet, but hopefully right. we'll have that settled within the next month and we'll be able to get that out there so that people can start making plans. I hope to join us, uh, next year. Great. I know you put that up to like a community, uh, request thing last year where you said of these locations, I think you've done it a couple of times uh -huh. where like, did that influence coming down here this time or was it, I mean, I, it may not have directly, but was there a, a, a an increased influence in making it come more, more central Eastern to the toward North Carolina area? I'm sure it did or we wouldn't have asked the well, question. Then, no, <laughs> sure, but I know, but like there, there was every, I mean, it was across the country. So, you yeah, know, I'm sure there I were know. the West Coast guys that said, oh, of course I want to have it close Indeed. to us too. So it'll be interesting to see if you do that rotate that you yeah. can. So we're looking at play. Well, I mean, the first place we start looking is where do we have the largest number of subscribers? Because sure. that's the, that's our readership. That's sure. our demographic. Mm -hmm. You're our people. Right. So we uh, look there first. And then within those locations, uh, we'll also look at the cost of renting facility. Does it have enough to draw people to the area? We'd like to have things in the area for significant or insignificant others to do if they would like to come to the conference with you. Mm -hmm. So while we might be able to put on a great show at a at a closed ski resort like off season or something, there's nothing for other people to do. So we're looking right. at a location that's vibrant, has restaurants within the walking area, mm -hmm. um, has a lot of support from our readership and also has good support of a local woodworking club or something like that so that we know that there's a large contingent of people who are interested there in the craft also. Right. So we can borrow benches and get them to help out in the <laughs> that's, marketplace that's convenient. like North Carolina Woodworkers has done. Right. So a lot of different factors, but absolutely what the attendees tell us factors into that decision as well. No Excellent. question. Excellent. Yeah, Megan, I want to build on a point that you hit, um, the social aspect. I mean, you've got people flying from around the country, and we know that in social media, we have friends who are around the world, and, and, and to get everybody together, really that social component, going out to dinner, going out for drinks afterwards, you know, going out to see different things, is really an important part of this. Actually, to some people, even more important than the actual working education itself, because these are people we interact with on a daily basis. Uh, you know, it's great that it's a regional kind of thing. It's a, it's a, it's a big summit meeting as opposed to something that goes around, you know, five or six shows a year where everybody's staying more locally close to home. So, so, and so that's a really important part for us. What do you get out of it? Yeah, we, we saw you came out to our uh, welcome reception we did on Thursday. I mean, you know, to see all those people together, yeah, what does that mean to you? Well, it's just really fun to see that there's that many people who are, well, it's nice to hear that people read what I write. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Um, it's just really interesting to meet all the people I know online all the time. I mean, right. I've known all of you guys sitting at this table for a while now in person, mm -hmm. but I met a lot of people here because of the new attendees we have right. that I that I know virtually, but I've never met them in person. Right. So to be able to put a face to the name and, you know, realize, oh my gosh, you're much taller than I thought you'd be or, you know, whatever. <laughs> or, or shorter. Or, or shorter, yeah. or you don't look hey. a thing like what I thought. A couple of people have said, wow, you're much taller to me and I'm only 5'6". You're a lot taller than I thought you were because I make fun of being oh, the smallest of course, sure. in the shop because, of course, I am. Um, but it's just fun to have that one face-to-face uh, -face interaction that you don't get online. We, it's we, a different experience. We always get a kick out of, you know, like Twitter and things like that. You know, people post, like, they have, like, random avatars. So, right. you know. Mine's my cat. I don't look like a gray cat. <laughs> no, with you don't. Yeah. So, you know, you get somebody that uh, we were juggling with one of the guys. He's got, like, Bart Simpson on it. And he looks nothing like Bart Simpson. Surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> right. There was a last year Brian Brazil was was here, and he had a pair of shoes. It was his feet. Yeah. 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 Trying to figure out if he was wearing the same shoes as his avatar. So That's right. <laughs> well, uh, well, thanks a lot. We really appreciate you coming on, Megan. And um, I guess before we wrap this up, what would you, uh, you want to say? Uh, no, thanks and, for uh, yeah. having me on. And um, are you taking pictures for calendars this year? Oh, well, you know what? I, I, I you think did, we did you, need to do that. Did you get, did you get <laughs> one, Megan? 
Like, oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know, surprisingly, I'm looking forward it was, to next year, so that's oh, why I'm boy. asking. Well, right. surprisingly, it wasn't a major seller. I, I don't know. We thought hmm. that this was going to be like, you know, this huge break for us, and we were mm. going to start doing just calendars for a living every year, and I was going <laughs> to quit construction. <laughs> Maybe you should do pictures of some of our presenters instead of pictures of, say, the back of my head <laughs> okay. and uh, Diami Plotky laying, lying on a on a workbench in a suggestive pose. Suggestive. The whole know. idea was trying yeah. to get the suggestive pose in there. I but, know. Uh, I, per- I You know, Diami's a nice guy and all, but... Sorry, Diami. You're not here. That's what you get for there not There you coming. go. We, we can pick on. And, and we will, on that tone, we will say that we're uh, we're missing Diami uh, this year because it's his kid's birthday and cantrip, all that kind of stuff. That's so no excuse. Things come I, up. I know. Yeah, get your priorities straight. Leave Diami. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so. All right, Megan. Well, Thank you again for coming on. Thank you. We are about to uh, wrap things up here, so uh, we're uh, we're going to go into our standard out again. Yeah, we're going to go into the standard out, and I tell you what, uh, make sure you uh, stay tuned after this because uh, what we're going to do is kind of like we've done in previous years. Um, we're going to drag a few people off the show floor and uh, and get some of their input on uh, on kind of what they've saw so far. So uh, once uh, once this is over, make sure you just listen for a few more minutes. Yeah, we'll get a, we'll get a couple we'll get a couple inputs, and that, that just about wraps it up for the show. Um, if you're missing this already, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes. Just be search be sure to search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. Once you subscribe, you'll be sure to never miss another exciting episode. And while you're on iTunes, please leave us a five-star rating, even if you don't believe we deserve it, because it helps other people find us more easily. Um, if you want to find out more about the Modern Woodworkers Association, be sure to visit themodernwoodworkersassociation.com, follow the MWA on Twitter at MWA underscore national, like the MWA on Facebook, or circle Modern Woodworkers Association on Google+. While you're there, you can also join the MWA Google Plus community for project sharing, uh, discussion and loads of woodworking banter. And you are. Uh, I am Chris Adkins of High Rock Woodworking. And where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at High Rock WW and the same thing I always say, all those other internet places. And Sean? Sean, I am at the Corner Workshop. And uh, on Twitter, I am at SeanW78. And Megan, where can we find you? I'm online in many places. <laughs> Let's go with popularwoodworking.com and on Instagram and Twitter. I am at one snug the joiner. A nice, nice Shakespeare line, by the Thank way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. As an English major, I appreciate this. Oh, good. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm resident shop monkey Tom Iovino of Tom'sWorkbench.com and at Tom'sWorkbench on Twitter. Until we see you again, we wish you all happy sawdust. Thanks for listening. All right, so we've got uh, Wilbur Pan. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself there, Wilbur. Oh, well, I'm uh, from beautiful East Brunswick, New Jersey. Uh, I've been doing, working here as a hobby for a while now, and I have a, uh, uh, interest in hand tools, especially Japanese tools. And so um, you, you've, you've attended this uh, quite a few times in the past, and this year uh, a little different because you're actually uh, a speaker this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I've been really excited about this. Um, I have the opportunity this year to give some talks on Japanese tools, uh, both on uh, chisels and saws and on uh, Japanese planes, and uh, it's been a wonderful experience. I'm just thrilled to be here. Yeah, great. I sat through, uh, sat through it yesterday and uh, really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to today's. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> All right, so I, I we were we were coming up with some standard questions we were going to ask and say what brought you here, but I think um, I think you speaking probably brought you here, yeah. but there's probably more to it than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean I would have been down here anyway, but uh, right. th- th- that's just like icing on cake. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, uh, where can we find you at? Uh, let's see. Well, I have a blog uh, called Giant Cypress. It's uh, giantcypress.net. Um, I'm on Facebook, and my Twitter handle is the ever so imaginative at Wilbur Pan. It's nice. Awesome. You don't have a long Polish name like me. That just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> no one would know who I am. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks a lot, Wilbur. I appreciate you uh, coming on, just saying hello to us real quick, and yeah. um, look forward to uh, hearing more from you today. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Seeing thanks. you again, it's been great, too. Uh, All right. Bye. Bye. Awesome, Wilbur. Thanks. My name tag. All right. So in five, four, three, two, one. All right, so next we've got Matt Vanderlist, um, the most famous woodworker that we uh, we've found so far. Help! I've been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs>
follow all of their demands. I want to see daylight again. Send money. <laughs> we have them in the back of our panel van. We've offered them candy to help us find our puppy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear that story? I almost got pulled into a car yesterday. Uh, we were going to dinner, and somebody pulled up into the corner. They're like, Matt, you want to go for beer? I'm like, uh, I'm meeting friends. They are expecting me, and they're across the street. Yeah, I, I think I saw that. I saw like some guy with real little short legs running down the street as fast as he could. Yeah, that was me. People, <laughs> people were passing him while walking by. but Pretty much were, yes. Yeah, there was snails that were like, you know, get ahead of that guy. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, it's it's uh, good to see you here again. And um, um, tell us um, tell us what you've saw so far. What have you what have you been looking at? Um, well, I've been actually all over the place. I, in fact, I just walked out of. I shouldn't say walked out of. That sounds so rude. I was just in Roy Underhill's uh, combination playing class, and the number one thing I learned. And I was going to tweet this, but maybe I'll tell you guys. Oh, what the heck? I'll do both. It and you can, do yeah, both. later on. That's all right. He was saying like, you have those steel rods for your combination plane, you know, and you've got the fence on there. Uh-huh. The only way that you're ever going to get that fence nice and tight is uh, like weld it. That's nice. the only way. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, spot welding <laughs> is the only way it. you're ever going to get it really tight right. in place. So right. I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe you have to get multiple ones so that you can have them set up for <laughs> See, different tasks. But You've yeah. got 50 of them for all the different tasks. Going exactly. Like my quarter inch. Here's my three eighths. Here's my uh, yeah. four sixteenths. My five sixteenths. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> four sixteenths. That's a quarter. Right? Behind doing your next video, I want, I want to see that rack of a bunch of this. Yeah. Well, then I got to. I have to get the metric version also. Oh, so remember, I was an English major. You have to do the math. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the one I was just recently in. Um, let's see. What did I have earlier? I, I've been in and out a lot. Uh, I, I've got to put a plug in here. The guys, you know, the folks from uh, Highland Woodworking were so nice to help get me here. And little did I know that by getting here, that meant that I had to actually work. No. Yeah. I know. Me work? What's up with that? Well, I noticed that Molly's been like, you know, whipping you into shape and keeping you going and saying, you need to get to work and you got to get with it. I know. I mean, she's just keeping you going. She's a taskmaster, I'll tell you. (laughs) In fact, right now, I'm kind of worried a little bit. (laughs) Uh, We actually, we see Molly over here and. No, uh, please, I can't take another beating. And we we are going to. uh, Molly sees that you're not working. Right now, and uh, Molly, come come on over here and say hello for just a second. Crack the whip. Hello. <laughs> I, I swear, I didn't mean to come over here. The guys pulled me in. I'll get right back to work. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll let him go in just a few minutes, here, Molly. <laughs> but I, I've actually been spending a lot more time down in the vendors area. Again, that's always the place to be. I don't know right. about you guys, mm-hmm. but that's absolutely like, yeah. so dangerous down there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I I don't know. Have any of you bought anything? I have not. Oh, I, oh, I dropped my on an auto router plane. Oh, my Lord. Yes. You know what? I got, I got like, a, I got a coffee mug. <laughs> Did you get that one from, uh, Heritage? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Those are awesome. They're yeah. awesome. Well, it was funny because he was saying something about, like, you know, Shannon has one. I'm like, well, oh. I want not the same one as Shannon. I want a better one. <laughs> So, Shannon, if you're listening to this, I have the better one. Nice. I'm <laughs> glad to see you one up them. Yes, yeah, finally. So, that's been like the, the, the really big thing. I mean, there's just so many other things going down there. Did you guys see the North Carolina Woodworkers Club down yes. there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that, that, that cabinet they put together, yeah, insane. That's, that's amazing. They're doing some fantastic and stuff. And the demonstration the stuff they're doing with the kids down there is just outstanding. It's, yep. just, yeah. it's great to see so many kids. Yeah, I want to see where the kids run the CNC machine. Oh. I don't think that's fair that they're plugging it in and just like stepping back. That's yeah, not seriously. fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. We need to get them on the yeah, yeah. You know, and, on. and they're making those lightsabers. You know, you get whacked with one of those. Yet? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah. We yeah. were just yeah. talking about yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I stole one away from somebody, and next thing I know, they used the force on me. Oh, Ser- man. it was Molly. Matt. It was the joke. <laughs> yeah, it was Molly. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> Matt, you knocked a kid down and took his life. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got you know, I have to have something here. <laughs> so, so, so you're the only uh, wood talk guy here today. Yeah, yeah, and it was totally last minute again. Thanks to the folks yeah. at Highland Woodworking, they, and it was just one of those things where I'm like, uh, I really want to go. Please let me go. And they came through with it. The other two, awesome. you know, it's been a busy summer, so it has, it has. This is, I mean, there's more and more shows, not not just this show, but I mean, it's it, they're popping up all over the place. So I sure, know exactly. Pull yeah. people in all directions. Lot of, lot yeah, of with, with the time of year that it was, I mean, it was yeah. it's it's been pretty busy. I was, a matter of fact, mm-hmm. last minute debating on whether I was actually going to make it or not. So. Right. Well, you know, the the conference I went to just before this was I went to Brony County. You guys familiar with that? I know yes. some of this yes. stuff. Yeah, it's My Little Pony, and it was so funny because my son was asking, "When you go to Woodworking America, do you guys dress up as your favorite tool?" We do. Like, hmm, that's a great idea. <laughs> we need a, to incorporate that. <laughs> that'll be next year. We're going to yeah. put it on the suggestion in the uh, survey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and w- would it be cosplay or would it be tool play? Oh, whoa, whoa. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. This is a family issue. So yeah. when we say <laughs> when we say dress up like your favorite tool, would that be a person? I I did oh, tell him right. there were plenty of people that yeah, are yeah. Tools. there were tools walking around. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The funny thing is, you know, I won best public information tool in the state last year for Florida for emergency management. There you so go. I am your walking tool right now. <laughs> wow. you Perfect. You're the PI tool. Yes, I am. There you go. I do it all along. <laughs> all okay, right, Matt, where, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me over at mattsbasementworkshop.com. That's my main website. And, of course, you can find me over at this other show called Wood Talk. <laughs> I've you never just, heard of it. Uh, no. no it's, I Doesn't ring a bell. No. Yeah, no, that's because we have you guys banned. You know, <laughs> us ever. So, anyways, though. Well, thanks for having me stop by. I really appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah. thanks, right, Matt. Yeah. We you enjoyed you, it. Man. Thanks, man. See you. Take care. All right, so uh, next we've got uh, Lawrence Rutten here. Um, so, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just brought uh, your buddy Tom Adam down here this year because he really wanted to sit in on some carving classes and whatnot. I was actually going to come and not pay the 400 bucks to get in the door and just go to the marketplace and hang out with you guys, but uh, Adam wanted to learn something, Perfect. so... He he was allowed to tag along with me, but I wasn't allowed to tag along with him. So uh, I had to buy myself a full bummer, ticket in. Right. Bummer. Oh, that's that's excellent to bring him along. I'm a little sad I couldn't bring my kids, but good well, on you. Talk to Megan. Have her set this up in your hometown. It would be a little easier. That's the thing. When it's in Cincinnati, it's a three-hour drive from my house. It's a little easier. I haven't done it yet to, to bring the kids down, but they were they were complaining this year not getting out. We homeschooled, Maybe so this same. was a arts field trip today. Nice. So there, you you so there you go. There you go. Check that one right off the box. So you got, you got to have all the attention in the marketplace yesterday because he there was like him and a little five-year-old girl running around, and that was the only young ones. So nice. he got to spend a lot of time uh, turning lightsabers and building bracelets, and lots of people took pity on him and gave him free stuff. Hey. <laughs> oh, I, I, I noticed him uh, giving that uh, that sad look to people yeah. to have them hand stuff over. That's, so, that's so, so Lawrence, I mean, you know, we, we, we we're here. This is the big annual event. We get a lot of people in from around the country. What 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 what's been the thing that's been the biggest draw for you? What what's been the what's been the biggest thing you've enjoyed the most? I enjoy uh, the hangout, socializing with people who don't glaze over when you start talking about tools and wood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there's even some women here that don't glaze over when you talk to them. It's really weird. I don't know any weird. of them. Well, you know, it, you know, it's funny because Megan just alluded to the fact that we, you know, we're actually seeing more younger people mm -hmm. and, and more women, which is really encouraging for the craft to see more people getting into it. I mean, we're talking right. a lot of folks here, so this is this is this is this is something that we're looking forward to. You know, seeing this expands in years to come. What, what's been the, uh, the favorite class you saw so far? Well, like I said, we've sat in on the Chuck Bender carving classes so far, so I think those have been the favorites. So. Perfect. Um, that's I came last year, and I enjoyed some of the classes. I came for the classes last year and realized that <laughs> the way my mind works, I start redesigning things when somebody shows me how to do them. So I realized I'm, I'm not very good at sitting there and learning in classes. I actually wound up going to more of the historical things like Don Williams. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I found those fascinating because yeah. that's an area I hadn't really delved into much. Right. Um, so this year I wanted to come and socialize and let Adam sit in on the classes. So we mainly just picked the classes that he was interested in. Excellent. Nice. Good. All right. Well, uh, tell, us, uh, tell us where we can find you at. Um, I'm a relatively anti-social woodworker. You will only <laughs> find me at midnightwoodworking.com. Or down in my shop. Well, so. I'm going to I'm going to tell you if you do go to midnightwoodworking.com, you're in for a treat. That, the I stuff you do is awesome. It. It, is, it is. talks about how antisocial he is, but he he puts out a lot of content on his blog though. And it's because I don't spend all my time on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm oh. down in my shop till midnight, you're, and then I sit at my computer till 1 a.m. and then I get up and go to work at 5:30 in the morning. So those 140 <laughs> character bleeps that everybody puts out—they take more time than you think. Yeah. There you go. Lawrence, all right. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, so next we've got Dan Farnbach here uh, with uh, Pop Woodward Magazine. And, hey, uh, everybody. <laughs> How you hey, doing? Dan. Good. How you doing, man? <laughs> Good. Okay, now you're the online side of the house. That's um, correct. You know, when you see an event like this and we're actually getting people from the virtual world into the real reality uh, together, uh, you know, what, what are you noticing about the people who are coming to these events? You know, um, one one thing that really jumps out is how everything that's old is kind of new again. Um, and the people I see here, you just see the the regeneration happening, like right in front of your face. Um, mm -hmm. People bringing their kids um, and spouses, and uh, those kinds of connections just aren't evident online. I'm sure they're happening, but um, right. it's great in person to see all that. Mm -hmm. 
Now, with the online woodworking uh, stuff that we've, we've been talking about, um, earlier this year you featured something uh, you know, I had written about the uh, about my Hope Chest projects from releases. Yep. Uh, you know, with the with the room to expand beyond just the pages of the magazine, what 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 are you hoping to accomplish by that? We're we're hoping to accomplish um, some pretty big things with, especially with our online education program, because. Yeah. Um, what's cool about it is it's not just woodworkers who haven't figured this out yet. It's actually new to the whole, you know, world to be able to put a classroom-like environment online. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's pretty fun. We're working, like, right at the cutting edge of some of the formats that are available. Um, and we just really want, you know, woodworkers. And to me, um, what motivates me professionally is often the feeling that we're helping craftspeople um, who, by necessity, need to be in their shop as much as possible right. to reach the, the broader world. Mm-hmm. Um and to scale up, in, in many cases, you know, their business lives as well. Um, so we're having a lot of fun with that. Um, I hope people are starting to notice that we're putting um, content online, not just, as you say, Tom, like in blog formats, which are always going to be the core of what we do as well, but, um, you know, online video and uh, and presentations that happen like you guys do in kind of a live event-style format. Right. You know, one of the interesting things about woodworking is it's done so primarily as a solitary thing, endeavor uh, in your basement, in your garage, in your workshop, you know, to, to, to actually see it, you know, being pulled out of this larger social community. I mean, this, this, is, this is groundbreaking. This couldn't have happened 20 years ago. That's, that's, that's very true. It's happening really fast. I mean, even, even 10, 15 years ago, um, right. you know, blogging was a fairly thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah happening fast it's a big change in the way things are being consumed absolutely it is and i and i think you know just to you guys credit i think you guys do a really good job at online content stuff so i think that's pretty important to uh you know, I, I know, you know, magazine's objective is, is you know, magazine stuff, but uh, you guys do a great job at doing your online content as well. Well, yeah, thanks a lot. And, and just to, you know, kind of give props to um, the people that, that I work for, it's internally, we always talk about community. It's it's one of the buzzwords we use That's great. at our company. Yeah. In fact, I just got a company-wide email saying that all of our addresses are changing from fnwmedia.com to fnwcommunity.com. Oh, excellent. Like, nice. it's, wow. it's actually one of That's our cool. core tenants. And so, um, you know, communities right there, whether or not it's at a, at a conference or if you're just visiting the website. Right. That's it's awesome. That. Any, any, uh, any secrets you want to divulge for the future? <laughs> well, I, I just saw uh, Will Neptune talking about table saw joinery. And um, I'm really hoping to to recruit him because um, yeah, you know we've we've been real hand tool focused for a while. We're never gonna eat that, but I'd like to bring back some of these like awesome table saw tricks that mm-hmm. yeah are almost getting to be old school at this point. Even though at one point they were they were brand new ideas. So. Cutting edge, yeah, yeah seriously, right. <laughs> the cutting edge keeps coming back. It's great. <laughs> well, Dan, uh, where can we find you, Dan? Uh, online or here? Online. online. Well, here we're going to be, by the time this airs, we're all going to be home, but, but, but online. Yeah, you know, go, go to the blog, I would say, first of all, because um, if you're at all a social person, put your comments there, and that way not only I'll see them and respond to them, but other people can hopefully benefit from them as well. And what's yeah. the blog address? Um, and if you're more of a one-to-one kind of person, just just email me. It's first name, last name, dan.farnbach at fw, like I said, I guess, community.com. Community. <laughs> and, and what's the blog address? It is, uh, go, to, go to popularwoodworking.com. Okay. And uh, in the new layout that you may have seen this year, there are different tiles. Um, right. Just start clicking on the topics that interest you. Uh, we don't necessarily organize it so much by personality anymore. It's it's a lot more topic driven. Oh, that's right. um, Yeah, that's where you find it. Awesome. Right. Thanks a lot. Dan. Thanks, Thank you. Dan. Thank you. All right. So next, uh, we've got Matt Cremona. Is that Cremona? Cremona. Cremona. See, you know what? I, I missed the, the your there it is. thing oh, covered up there. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So, so Matt, tell us, uh, tell us um, about yourself a little bit. You want to know? Well, well just you want to know where, about your woodworking. Where are you, you from? Where are you from? Sure. I'm from Minneapolis, or just outside of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. I've been woodworking for about six years now. I started when I was in college, um, just kind of doing stuff in the basement of my dorm house with all the guys I used to live with, so... They went through a lot of stuff. I used to fish in the basement, so they got to breathe a lot of lacquer for you. Nice. Yes. Days, nice. You know? nice. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, I got pretty serious about it a few years ago after I graduated. I had more money, so I, I bought a lot more tools and have my own place. And it's been really just kind of getting out of hand from there. Excellent. Is this your first time at a WIA? Oh, yeah. Yep. My Excellent. First time. What do you think? It's awesome. Not just the classes and it's the experience, but just being able to meet everybody like well, right. you guys. Cause right. 
pretty cool. Like I was just like, yes, Tom, yes. Really? Just like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to your podcast earlier this week out in the shop. Nice. Making cutting boards, listening to the podcast. And, I'm so sorry. Please uh, accept my apologies yeah, right now. You know, now. It's, okay. it's, that's, it's always something that, that we really like, too. It's kind of neat, you know, when you come out and somebody go, Hey, I listen to the podcast. Really? Really? I didn't think nobody <laughs> listened to it. Yeah, awesome. I know my mom listens. That's the only we person thought, I was sure actually listened. We, we thought she was the only one. I mean, <laughs> more and more. So, what do what are you doing these days? Are you are you podcasting? Are you blogging? What are you What are you doing? Yep, I'm doing a video stuff on YouTube. Tell us about it. Yeah, um, I started earlier this year. I think in January I started doing a video blog, just talking about what I do at my shop every week. Um, just giving updates on projects. Then I also do a couple of build videos, taking people through the process, the whole mm-hmm. thing from start to finish. And a lot of what I focus on, which I think my viewers are the most interested in, is um, my sourcing of lumber. Mm-hmm. So I actually go out in the woods and I cut down the trees and then we pull wow. the rocks out and have them saw and then we dry it. And so I have that whole process from tree to finished piece, right. which is something that's a little different for me, I guess. Yeah, they, that's, doing. yeah, yeah. Not everyone can do that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's yeah. also that's also something that you know a lot of people kind of lose sight of. It's it's that oh yeah, you know, you go to the hardware supplier and you pick out your walnut or cherry or whatever, but actually to go out in the woods and grab it. In fact, to see the process is really something that. A lot of people don't get to see. Oh yeah, I I mentioned that a few times just in passing in my in my videos, but it's it's amazing just you're holding up this piece of wood, but there's so much work that went into taking a tree and turning it into something that's usable as a woodworker, mm-hmm. which right. is just you know people don't really know about it as much as they should, I guess. But that's kind of the world we live in. Because even sure. even going, it's kind of make, make an analogy that people don't know what goes into making a piece of furniture anymore. Exactly. Furniture makers don't know what goes into making a piece of wood. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably not that extreme, but no, it's I know it's it's, 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 it's a great it's a great point. I mean, you know, it's it's funny. I know that a lot of uh, tool manufacturers do make the tools, but they never they aren't woodworkers. Yep. Uh, Rod Hawk is a perfect example. We had mm-hmm. him on right. our show. He said, I, "I'm a machinist. I'm not a woodworker, but." You really couldn't have a woodworking conference without having Ron Hawk there. So it's, <laughs> right. so it's interesting to see as it all as the whole thing comes together. What, uh, what what's been your favorite part so far of the of WIA? Just meeting everybody. Um, like in my I guess in my real life at back home, I don't really know any woodworkers. I don't have any woodworking friends or buddies or anything. Right. So it's awesome to be here. And like every person you turn to. You can talk about woodworking to them. It's yep. a very, very interesting experience. And they don't get that glazed over. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh no, no, talk about woodworking again. Everyone here loves to talk about it. Uh, so anyone you talk to, just whatever. Yep. Nice. I, I, uh, I made a. I was, I was joking that uh, I rode up with uh, a bunch of the other guys from from Atlanta, and there were six of us in a minivan for five and a half hours driving up the road, listening to a a woodworking book, uh, audio book. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Wow, you guys need a hobby. Oh, wait, they have Rip- one. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Rip-roaring kind of excitement right there. Now, yeah. That's some excitement. Yeah, we Ooh, yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. So, so Matt, where can people find you if they want to look up your stuff? They can find me on YouTube. Okay. Uh, YouTube.com slash uh, mcorona. I'm Corona. Okay. M-C-R-E-M-O-N-A. Okay. Uh, are you on Twitter, Facebook, anything yep. like that? Um, at Matt Cremona on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, perfect. Excellent. Get a chance to see all your stuff and pictures yep, and yep. videos. I, yeah. I post on, well, basically, I cross-post to Twitter from Instagram. Just things I'm working on in the shop and things around the house or whatever. Awesome. Excellent. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Good. Take care. <laughs>